Welcome to the CSLP Podcast, where we're helping to educate, inform, and assist financial professionals and student loan borrowers to make smarter repayment decisions. Hi, everyone. On today's CSLP podcast, we have a very special guest who's making a real difference in the world of financial advising. David Hessel will be joining us for a chat about how the landscape of advising is changing due to the rise in student loan debt. Now, unless you're completely off the grid, you know that student debt is presenting a number of problems for consumers and, in fact, for financial advisors as well because of the confusing nature of the programs. Today, we hear from David about his approach of holistic financial advising that incorporates smart student loan repayment in conjunction with the client's overall financial goal. David is an independent financial advisor affiliated with Global View Capital Advisors. He graduated from Marquette University in Milwaukee, Wisconsin with a BS degree in finance. He holds the Series 66 license, life and health insurance license, a certification in long-term care, and the CSLP, which is our Certified Student Loan Professional. So now, here's David. Well, David, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us today um, and, and talking about the CSLP designation in your practice. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your business, your practice, what sort of firm are you with and, and uh, your role in that firm? Yeah, certainly. Um, so I am, uh, I'm affiliated with uh, an RIA out here in Wisconsin by the name of Global View Capital. Um, I'm a, uh, an IAR with them. Um, we do investment management, uh, insurance is involved. It really, the focus is financial planning. Um, and so I, I help my clients as a financial planner. Um, Global View has a lot of tools that they provide to us. And, and this is kind of how the student loans got brought into it as, as we focus on the financial plan for clients. Well, what was your background, David, with uh, student debt? before you pursued this um, designation? did What was your personal experience or professional experience with student loans? Yeah, you know, I, I had spent five years at, uh, prior to going to, to this RA that we're currently with. I, I was at a Mutual of Omaha, one of the larger insurance firms, and, and they didn't really know much about student debt. It was just viewed in the form of any other pool of debt. Um, kind of look at the interest rate and just pay, pay it down as you go, kind of like a mortgage or anything else. Um, so when I started uh, working with some some other clients who are in the younger generation, uh, student loans became an issue. Now I, I went to Marquette myself, uh, so I had a good uh, a good boat of student loans. My parents had a good financial plan uh, put together, so it wasn't a ton. And the looking back, the income driven plan probably wouldn't be in my best. Um, in my best interest. So I didn't personally do it, but I started having some clients that had um, just issues with their student loans. They didn't really know how to pay it back. I saw it affecting and bleeding into the rest of the financial picture. Um, So it was a, let's see, about a year ago, I got connected with a local Wisconsin advisor who I think uh, took your uh, course, uh, Heather, uh, your crash course that you have. And he just started telling me all about this. And it, that just started the curiosity. So I've, I've been researching and came across the CSLP, and and now I feel like I have a really good understanding of how to handle them. 
That's very cool. It sounds like you might have a little nerd tendency like Jance and I do. <laughs> you like the complicated stuff? Yeah, that yeah, most people who know me would would call me that too. Um <laughs> <laughs> it it's a it's a compliment of course. It's one of the highest compliments that I pay anyone. It, right, Jance? That's true. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And these student loans add so much more complexity to the plan. It's like People probably don't, you know, they don't want to get into it, but I, I love talking about it. So when you were going through the, the coursework um, you, and having the background where you run into some clients before, what did you really learn or what were your takeaways going through uh, the course or any part of the coursework that really stood out to you? It was like an aha moment for you that like, this is going to be part of my practice going forward. Oh, yeah, that... Um... It's a great question. I, I had started with when I was learning about how to help student loans, uh, maybe about a, about a year ago before I got the designation, I was using the, um, I was working with my friend out here, who's another financial advisor, and we were using the VIN foundation calculator. Um, mm -hmm. And just it kind of going through conceptually and, you know, I understood what the income driven plans was were, but I didn't really understand how to uh, use them effectively, let's say. So we're in Wisconsin, one of the uh, community property states. I, I would have to say that has got to be one of the biggest things that stood out to me from the coursework, because not only did I get an idea and a very well-grounded foundation of what the differences in these different um, IDR plans are, but the larger thing was how to maximize that and utilize it in a financial plan which is what I'm doing for my clients anyway. So now, you know, we're involving taxes, we're involving uh, savings for, for um, the tax hit that's going to come later. I would have to say it's the strategy of how to utilize the student loans in the financial picture. That was my largest takeaway from the CSLP. I'm so glad you say that because for many years, I found myself speaking with student loan borrowers who would have what you would think would be a relatively straightforward question like, you know, should I pay more than what's due on my student loans? Mm -hmm. um, and then as, as you say, you know, sort of traditional debt management just says, yeah, pay it as, as fast as you can, lower the interest rate if you can. Um, but in fact, the answer to that question is needs to be informed by a more holistic financial plan. Mm -hmm. So if someone works with you, you can point out things like, you know, well, do you have this emergency fund? Are you putting away money for retirement? Uh, what are your other goals? And really, that's the only way you can know what to do with student loans is to look at the whole picture. I completely agree with that. It, it really does need to be a, a whole picture outlook. And as, as soon as you start lowering the payments for student loans, you you know, if you're not looking at the financial picture, you may not be advising on them making the right decisions for their, you know, the, like you said, retirement or other things that they need to put together, emergency reserves and stuff. If, if you don't realize how to help guide on that after you've lowered their payment, you're still not setting them up for full success. Right, right. So, David, you're one of the more recent people that, that we were interviewing here, just finishing up with the the final exam. So, um, when you were going through the coursework, um, was it was the material difficult to to grasp at any point? And and how did you think the exam uh, component of it was? Was it a difficult exam? Was it easy? What what were your thoughts of going through the coursework and and of course the exam? Um, 
Yeah, so the coursework and both the coursework and, and exam were very eye-opening to me. Um, I think the one of the biggest takeaways I had from that was, you know, w there's a lot of calculators out there, but a lot of us don't really know how the calculations are created, how interest accrues in the different IDR plans, um, how payments are calculated from their income. Uh, and it started, I think the coursework really honed in on the idea that, hey, let's not just go out there and trust every piece of technology that we can use. Uh, because this world is very complex. And so I started to see the need for um, uh, the level of detail that was offered in the coursework. Uh, and that bleeds right into the to the test. I, I would say the test was, in, in my eyes, the test was pretty rigorous. Um, it was it was a difficult test. And and now being on the back end of it, I, I really appreciate the fact that you made it that way, because you know, I see I see how important it is for you to know and have a good, deep understanding of these student loans. Yeah, and we really did want to create an examination that would be meaningful so that people could, you know, understand that when someone like you takes that examination and succeeds, it's because you really know what to do and how to do it. And so I, I would agree with you, like I found it I find it also, you know, that you have to concentrate and it's it's not simple, but it is, I, I, I'm hopeful anyway, it's a tool that can really show well, what you know in the student loan space. Yeah, I, I thought, honestly, I really thought I knew a lot about student loans, you know, having helped people with it and having a little bit of experience, but that coursework brought it to an entirely new level. And I feel I can. I feel I'm much more prepared to incorporate it into their total holistic financial picture now that I have the base of knowledge from the coursework and, and exam. Yeah, so That's very cool. So how how are you incorporating, or do you plan to incorporate this this service into your practice and your business? And um, you know, do do you see this as a as a major part of your business going forward? Yeah, I would I would say just as many financial advisors, we're all, we're all in growth mode, and you know I, I'm sure we all we all have the same challenge with marketing. How do you find more people? What's the best message to get across? And and how how do you find the right people for who you want to help? Um, so we we have noticed that not only is this a helpful portion in terms of me providing a better service for my clients and uh, a better holistic plan. But really, it, it has helped solve part of the marketing uh, problems that I think we all we all have challenges with. Um, our ref our referrals has completely gone through the roof since I've started incorporating this into the financial picture because I think it for a lot of people it's it's more that immediate pain point. You know, they they've got this monthly payment that they're making every month, and and there's not a lot of people out there that can help them figure it out. So it causes people to jump and take action. Um, and, and want to get their financial picture figured out. Um, so we've been utilizing it in terms of, of marketing. It's increased our referrals uh, quite a lot since I've been helping people. Um, and I think that for our, for our overall future, you know, I, I, I love working with the younger generation. I myself am in the younger generation, and that's where a lot of the pain point is. College costs a lot. Um, and it's it's starting to get me in front of uh, the right type of clients we want to help. Um, I, I love working with people who help in uh, in healthcare um, and and in wellness. And and those people tend to leave college with a lot of student loans, uh, so they tend to be good people who 
would like to get this plan started as well as looking at their financial picture, which is the main way that we're growing our practice. Right. And haven't, don't you find, David, something satisfying in addition to the mentions that you already stated that working with, for example, health professionals, you get to feel like part of that larger team that you're doing something to support not only those individuals personally, but also the work that they're doing so that they can concentrate on that and let you take care of figuring out the student loan part. I, I completely agree. It's, you know, the, the, all of us financial advisors have this intangible way that we get paid, which is through the satisfaction of the work that we do and the help that we provide. And, and this really, to me, has increased that form of payment. Um, just seeing the, the changes that we can make in someone's plan and, and how immediate that change can be uh, for their pictures is so gratifying. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can make people feel demonstrably better just by beginning the conversation with them to you know let them know that you've you've seen other people who have student loan debt and and these these challenges are manageable and you will make a plan and then yeah that helps make people feel uh, trusting towards you um, and my expectation is that that will really help grow all sorts of uh, prospective client bases for you over time yeah, we have we have seen that growth um, very, very immediately, as, as I would say is the best way to put it, like within a matter of weeks and months after uh, just starting to help people with this. It, it's been very rapid growth. And, you know, what I found in, in, in my uh, history of helping people with student loans, too, is there's an immediate connection between you and that individual, because so many advisors are, are as you mentioned, they they don't provide advice here or the advice is lacking and this is their their main pain point um, and it leads to referrals but it leads to referrals that aren't just student loan clients as well I you know mm-hmm. because they feel that you really care about them and care about their problems instead of just trying to sell them some product uh, I think the referrals in my experience have been beyond just other people with student debt that is so very true. Right after you you help someone with the student loan problem, you're it's a very easy conversation into the rest of you know how are you handling your taxes? Are you meeting with the CPA? Maybe we should incorporate that. How are you investing your money? You just start getting into all of those things, and like you said, then they've got a friend who's they've been looking for an investment guy, and hey, I built the trust. It may have started with student loans, uh, but it bleeds into the rest of the financial picture. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us any stories, war stories about um, a client that you've helped because of your new knowledge? It's hard. It's probably hard to choose one. Um, I have mm-hmm. I have helped across. Uh, I I have seen across an entire spectrum um, from people literally graduating this year and and helping them with the strategy of hey let's let's get your payments started before you're making income that way we can have a year starting off with uh, you know zero dollar qualified payments uh, all the way to I I have ha- helped a couple of people who've been working with a financial planner and they're coming up into their sixties and they have student loans still. Um, and they don't know how to handle it, nor does their financial planner know. Um, so I've, I've seen a, a really large spectrum. I would say one of my favorite stories is, um, it was actually one of my first clients that I helped with this. It's a, it's a couple who, they got married um, 
shortly after college, and they actually both graduated as chiropractors. And they decided rather than going the route of um, working as a chiropractor for someone else's firm, they wanted to build their own client base. And they worked very hard to, uh, to they own their own, or they, they've got their own lease, they've got their own, um, all their own equipment in there. But they really, they're having to grow it from scratch. And, and right in the beginning, it's hard in terms of income. Uh, especially for that that profession, which I have seen. But that profession leads with a student loan pool very near the size of, of what uh, doctors have too. Um, so it's it's extremely large. And, and in terms of these two, both of their uh, standard repayments were above $2,000 for each of them uh, on, a, on wow. a monthly basis. So you can imagine a married couple with one joint income coming from the same practice and then two standard repayments starting at that amount to hear the fact that there was even a, an income driven plan was uh, was music to their ears. But now to incorporate it as they grow their business and to help them plan with how the how income works, um, you know, one of the one of the doctors, the wife would like to step back and have a baby um, and, and maybe hire on another doctor into the practice. So it's not just that you help them right in year one. This is if we're planning for 20 or 25 years of forgiveness, um, this is an ongoing thing that you can continue to help them with. And that just to see the relief um, after having gone through that plan for them, that was that was very, very rewarding and, and really started my uh, my deep journey into getting the CSLP designation. That's fantastic. I just, I love to hear that. It's exactly what I'd love to hear because it's so true. A family like the professionals that you're just referring to, they will have transition points throughout. For example, if when they do have that baby or when the practice starts, you know, going gangbusters or whatever it is, and they have that relationship with you where they know that you're just a phone call away for saying, hey, you know, these assumptions we made when we made the plan, things have changed a little. How can how can we make sure we're still on track? It's it's it has been a huge, um, a huge relief for them. And for them, I, what I what I've learned, too, is that the chiropractic industry, uh, they all have this challenge. And from what I have seen, there are not a lot of people right now helping at least that industry, plus many others. Um, and so I just see the, the need for this kind of help. There, there needs to be more people than just me or other advisors doing this. I, I really would hope all advisors would, would learn a little bit more about the student loans or, or re- refer out for it um, because I, I just think it's such a, a big pain in, in our industry right now. Yep. Yeah, and so, so, you, so it sounds like you would tell other advisors, hey, if, if you're looking and having clients that have student loans, you need to either refer this to someone that knows it, or you need to go get some training yourself. Um, is that is that the case? Yeah, it it is, and and you know even even for myself because I can speak from my own perspective. I I was helping uh, to guide people just through some of my own research and my own knowledge uh, about the student loans. I was helping to guide people down a path um, of how to do these these repayments prior to me getting the CSLP designation. Um, as soon as I was done with the CSLP designation and, and had gone through the coursework, I, I really did learn that I didn't even know what I was talking about. Now, I knew to a certain degree, but um, 
I really think it's important to work with a professional. I mean, the CSLP takes such a deep dive that, that you truly become a full-on expert. And if you as a financial advisor don't know about it, I think it's a great thing to start a relationship with an advisor who does um, and work on that relationship. Mm-hmm. Have Because that's going to help any financial advisor. If you're able to help those clients uh, create some higher discretionary income in their plan, now you as the advisor, even though you may not have been the one to do it, you'll be able to help them uh, start getting their financial picture put into place uh, at, at a more at a quicker pace than, than what it would be if you weren't helping with that. So if you're not the one who wants to go and get a designation or, or do the research on it, I highly recommend creating a relationship with someone who does and uh, working out how you guys will do some referrals or whatever that may be back and forth. Yeah, I, I think that's that's so imperative. You know, in this business, I think, um, you, as you mentioned earlier, the marketing is such a challenge for so many advisors that when they get clients that may not be their ideal client, they're not really interested always in referring them out to somebody else or finding an agreement to send them there. But I, I do think it's important to identify the certain types of clients that you're really not well suited to, to provide advice to and either if, if, if you want those clients become suited to provide that advice or if you're not interested in that and don't uh, gaining that knowledge and be willing to find someone to send them off to because there's just like anything in financial planning and, and tax planning there's a lot of liability and risk that exists if you're providing advice on subject matters that you don't really know or understand yeah and that is that is so true it's it's uh, on that note it's it's been something that like just, just on the same note of me saying to go and create a relationship with someone else, I, I've been speaking with a lot of CPAs about this. And what I notice is that a mm-hmm. lot of CPAs don't really know about uh, how these student loan forgiveness works. There's, some of them don't even know that forgiveness even exists. And so when we talk about how, you know, what that means for their plan, especially let's talk about the strategy of married filing separate versus married filing joint. Um, there are so many times that that can that can be justified just through the savings that they get on their student loan payments, uh, that it's so important then to talk to the CPA about why that we're, why we're even doing this. If you look at just their taxes in a silo without the student loan knowledge, you may not think that's the best case for them. But once you incorporate the knowledge on how that works, uh, it, now you're really making a, a strong holistic picture for the client. And I've noticed it's, it's helped me connect with a lot of CPAs out here in Wisconsin too. That's useful from a professional networking perspective and the like. You know, Jansen and I have found over the years less interest on the part of tax preparers and accountants than uh, on the part of financial advisors with regard to the student loan debt. But I am hopeful that with, you know, the help of people like you talking to CPAs and others, that there will at some point come a kind of a tipping point where the profession of accountants will realize when they should red flag certain client matters. You know, I mean, if I if I was doing taxes, anytime I saw a married couple where one or both owed student loans, I would not feel like I was doing them full credit if I didn't evaluate the impact of their decision about what tax filing status to choose. Yeah, that that's exactly what I've seen in in our practice, and and most people would never even look at you know 
in most cases, why would you look at doing married filing separate unless there was some other reason in your financial picture to do that? Most people wouldn't go and explore that. And a lot of times, if you've got one borrower making a lot of the money and, and you know, again, going back to the community property state that we're in, at least, uh, there's a lot of really interesting ways to handle um, the married filing separate and, and how you're documenting your income. And that was one of the things that I, one of the biggest things I probably took from the CSLP coursework. Yeah, I mean, talking to the accountants that you've networked in your area, I mean, from my experience talking to them, many of them in those community property states have never filed a married separate return and, and oftentimes don't even know how to do the community property allocation. They almost need some education on that as well because they, it's just something that, like you said, it's not in their wheelhouse. If it wasn't for student for student debt, they'd never even consider it. Yeah, and and I took I, I recently had a client who that's exactly one that we were going down down to explore. It made sense for them to do this married filing separate, and I I know they had come back and talked to their CPA, um, and he asked if I had more information on why to do this or how to do this. Um, and I referred right to, I think in the coursework you had talked about an IRS publication 555, I think, uh, which just goes into some more of the details about it. So it's just good to have, you know, I'm not the one giving the tax advice, but, but I can help point in the right directions on how, how this or why to even do this from the student loan perspective. And then they can figure it out from the tax perspective, but opening their eyes to that, um, has been really helpful. Mm-hmm. David, what would you say to any student loan borrowers who may be listening, who are looking for assistance with their finances uh, while they're repaying their student debt? My, my biggest piece of advice is that looking into it further can't hurt. One of the questions that I get a lot is when we go over this this income-driven payment plans, um, you know, people first ask that main question: If I put more money towards my student loans, does is that going to be helpful? Um, but then you're looking at it in the silo of just paying off debt like normal debt, like your mortgage or something. And these student loans are the only pool of loans that have this extremely cool federal uh, federal government opportunity on basing their payments off of the income. Um, so I would say it really does not hurt to get a second opinion. I would say the amount of relief that I've been able to provide a lot of my clients um, has shown me that it's worth just having a conversation or looking into it further. Um, and if you can utilize something, we, we all are managing debt in certain ways. Some of us are paying it back, leveraging it. Um, this is just a very unique form of, of debt uh, that can be paid back in a very unique way. Um, so I would suggest mm -hmm. people just have a conversation about it because it can free up a lot of things in your financial picture and you can start to utilize that pool of debt differently than some of the other ones um, in your financial picture. So they're not all made the same. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no. And how will people find out more about you, David, if they want to get in touch with you to hire you or refer clients to you? Um, where should they look for more information? Um, so we, we have a website. My, my website is easy to get to. It's just davidhassel.com. Um, and we are, we're currently putting together more information about student loans um, and, and going to have a, a whole page just, just with information about, you know, here's private loan forgiveness. Here's what public service loan forgiveness, some of the qualifications about it. Um, you know, on that note, a lot of people, I hear all the time that, oh, you're talking about 
uh, loan forgiveness. Well, I heard that doesn't work because I, I saw that in the news that, that mm -hmm. it doesn't work for people. Um, and so it takes a little bit of history and a little bit of education telling them, well, here's, here's the reasons why and the transition to direct loans and, you know, telling them about some of, some of those articles that I would say are misconstrued in the media. Um, we're going to be having our website just to be built with more information so that people can come there. You can get information. You can read, read about more if you'd like to. And then if you'd like to set up a meeting, we have a, we have a scheduling tab that you can do that. And we'll just have a conversation about your student loans and see if it makes sense that we could help you out. That sounds good. Yeah. So you, there's more going on in Wisconsin than besides cheese and hockey and. We've got we've got more than dairy and cows out here. I, I, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, certainly. And and uh, I, I work virtually with my clients. I think a lot of people um, are starting to do that more, and and it just makes it easy when you can kind of get get a huge relief from your student loans um, while sitting in the comfort of your own home. Uh, I think is just, it's an amazing thing for our industry. And I know more and more people are doing that. And there's more and more of us out there. And I think there continue, we need to have more. Uh, but the progression is, is definitely has already started and has continued to roll. Yeah, it's well, I, I want to personally thank you, David, for doing this work with student loan borrowers. I have worked hard for a number of years to, uh, encourage the kind of professional development that you have attained because I, I know there are so many borrowers who can benefit from your knowledge and and I mean you know your comprehensive knowledge I know a lot about student loans but I don't know the first thing about retirement funds or insurance or any of the other critical financial components that are part of a comprehensive plan. So it's been my belief, and I know Jansa's for a long time, that um, it isn't sufficient for someone to student loan to have access to a student loan expert. They need to have somebody who knows how student loans fit in with their larger financial picture. Um, and so I'm delighted that your um, doing this and we're we're ha so happy to have you on the team i'm i'm very happy that you guys took the time to create the designation and and give us all of this information you know i i'm growing my practice as a financial advisor and that is helping people with their investments and their retirement plan and and the full picture um but you guys gave me and many other financial advisors a tool that that fits so perfectly into their financial plan. It, it helps us with our marketing. It helps us with our client servicing. Um, I really thank you guys for taking the time to make this because it's been, it's been a, uh, uh, a life-changing event in my, in my practice to start opening this up. Well, you're, Ooh, you're very, so cool. yeah, it's so cool. You're Are very, you proud, very Jen? I'm very, very proud and, and appreciative of you, David, and everybody else that, that is taking this on to help student loan borrowers. And, um, you know, I do think, as you mentioned, there's a lot of misinformation in the media and misinformation from, uh, in the advisor community about this and, and having people like yourself, David, that, that can help set the record straight, help really get quality information to student loan borrowers and incorporate in their plan is, is going to, to make a difference in this world. So we, we, we thank you. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. We'd love to have you back. Maybe you can talk about some of those specific hard cases and how you, you work magic with them. 
I, I would love to do that. Please let me. Please let me know if you if you'd ever like me to come back. I just I've after getting the CSLP, this became like a really big passion of mine. Um, and so I just, if I can help yeah. in promoting and in helping with what you guys are doing, just call on me anytime. Cause I, I, I think our industry needs it and I want to help. Awesome to hear. Thank you, David. Yay. Thank uh, you, David. Awesome. You're going to, you're going to be sorry you said that. <laughs> that be all a over pool you. of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening today. And we want to remind you that we are on Apple iTunes now. So you can subscribe to the podcast uh, through iTunes, uh, but you can also listen to any episode on the player built into our podcast webpage at cslainstitute.org. So thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.